0: Hello and welcome to Two Girls Who Read, a podcast. My name's Olivia.
1: And I'm Lily, and this is the podcast where we talk about anything and everything book related. This week's topic is our favorite audiobook. Not sponsored by Audible. (laughs) Not sponsored by Audible. Um, And yeah, just like kind of in general, like books that we think are like better as Audiobooks, and I feel like, like, yeah, I yeah. guess
0: I, basically to put this in short, I know a lot of people probably hear this time, they're like, What the fuck? Like, why can't you just say books that you read? Because you know, it's pretty much the same thing. But there are some audiobooks that I have read, and I have found myself finishing them <laughs> as an audiobook. And you know, Audible does the little like, This has been an Audible recording, and I'm just like, You know, I really couldn't have imagined me having like as much of a good time you're reading that on paper you know what I mean
1: yeah and I feel like also with me a lot of times like there is some books that I read like solely as um an audiobook mm-hmm. but there's also been a lot of times where like sometimes some people post like free audiobooks on YouTube so sometimes mm-hmm. if I can like find that I like to have it playing like while I like read the book or whatever like to follow mm-hmm. along so I don't have to pay as much attention yeah I do that and so and then sometimes I like walk away or whatever from the book and keep listening to other books so there's a lot of books that I actually read like on paper and on audiobook I do that and there have been some that I'm like that was a better audiobook than it was it's like a book so I feel like that's where my statements are coming from when I say it's better as an audiobook Uh, yeah
0: (laughs) the books mentioned in this video are like the ones where I've done (laughs) what like Lily's explaining where I'm reading a book and also listening to it and then I've had to put the book down because I'm like yeah oh wait no this is conducive let me listen to this like let me turn up the volume (laughs) because just like it's hitting harder in the narration yeah uh hopefully this will maybe encourage some of you to if you this will encourage some people maybe to listen to an audiobook I know that, that for a while there was a weird judgment it was like oh if you listen to only audiobooks you're not a reader like that was a whole thing that's for a such while. a silly
1: thing because you're still getting the exact same story as everyone else and it's like yes, there's benefits to like reading on paper that you don't get from an audiobook, but there's also benefits to listening that you don't get from reading on paper yeah. as well. So I really... You're still getting the same story. You're still getting a benefit from it. So I don't understand how people wouldn't consider that as reading. Also, I you still silly? read
0: the story. like You still yeah, know what like, happened. Yeah, it's so, so if, silly. <laughs> yeah, like, s- saying that somebody who only reads audiobooks or listens to audiobooks isn't a reader is so stupid because it's saying that they never listen to the stories that they listen to it's like being like they never read the book and I'm like but they know everything that happened in the book so what else do you
1: call and that honestly sometimes I find that I understand the story a little bit better when I listen to it in an audiobook yeah. not all the time but sometimes like sometimes especially in really complex books i feel like sometimes i tend to like zone out on paper a little bit and sometimes i miss stuff well but i don't really do that with audiobooks so i dare i say i'm you might understand the story better if you listen to it
0: well i know for me like i i'm not diagnosed but
1: i strongly believe i'm a little bit dyslexic and (laughs) lily can vouch she always comes to me and she's like even when she's like you said you were gonna be here at this time and i was like i did not look at your text again and then she's like I've been mad at you in my head for this entire yeah, time. because I'll read words wrong. Because I thought you said 11.15 instead of 11.50. Like. Yeah, so I
0: know for me, audiobooks is often a thing where, like, books are just not printed for dyslexic people, like, at all. Especially lines. I struggle with lines so bad. Like, I am one of those people... That I will, like, make the lines, like, double spaced in, like, a Google Doc or something. Because I, I need that extra space to really differentiate yeah. it. And I'll still get lost. So, oh my god, like, the classics books or whatever. Where there's literally, like, no room in between the lines or anything. That like, You know what I'm talking about? There's not even, like, headers on the pages. No, literally, like, It's just, no. like, all smushed in. I That's why I can't read classics. I'm just, no. like, it's not built for... Me, like, for my brain.
1: It's not built for anyone. Like, I'm not even dyslexic at all, and I can't even do it. So, that's
0: true. So, yeah, I know for me, like, audiobooks as well. I feel like when people, like, disregard audiobooks, it's also kind of disregarding a lot of, like, communities. Because I know, like, just lexic isn't the only person that would prefer reading on audio. What if
1: someone's blind, guys? Like, what if someone's literally blind? <laughs> like, just saying. Like, yeah, literally. Like, what other options are there? <laughs> so, yeah, none.
0: None, literally. So, without further ado, uh, let's get into it. Do you want to go first?
1: Um, yeah, sure. I can go first. Okay, this one's like very specific. Like it's like one book out of like one series. Like, not all the books, but just this one. Did book. you listen to all the books as audiobook or just This was like one I didn't okay, I didn't listen to every single one, but I listened to most of them. Huh. And I did like the hybrid thing that I said where I listened to it on yeah. and then followed along in the book as well and sometimes mm-hmm. only listened to the audiobook. But for a lot of the books in this series, I actually had to stop i was like no i need to just read this i don't like it on the audiobook yeah this one book in the series i was like no this slays as an audiobook Mm -hmm. and this is like the throne of glass series and tower of dawn specifically tower of dawn is an amazing
0: audiobook i i listened to majority of throne of glass as an audiobook i just remembered that actually
1: yeah yeah, like I liked the other ones as audiobook. I didn't listen to the first few, to be fair. Yeah, because they were all for free on YouTube when <laughs> they I They were them, all for free on YouTube. Probably been taken down now. Sorry, probably. Guys. Yeah, this was years ago, but um, and I did like I didn't mind the other ones on audiobook or whatever. But like, I don't know. I wouldn't say that. I was, like, this is so much better than the rest of the books. Yeah. But Tower of Dawn, like, I didn't even really, like, read my copy of that. I just strictly listened to that because I really vibed with, um, mm-hmm. like, I thought it was, I don't know, just, like, the way it was narrated and then, like, with Yurin's character, like, coming into the story and, like, her narration. Like, I don't know. I made the book and, like, the setting that it was taking place at like just so much more of like a magical place in the audiobooks. Like I really liked
0: it. I will actually agree with that. I ha- I didn't yeah. realize until you brought it up now, but I did the, Oh my God, I did the God like Empire Storms <laughs> Tower of Dawn co-read thing. And honestly the, I, I, it made me really, first of all, I would recommend not doing the co-read. I felt like it really took away from Tower of Dawn because when you're reading a whole series where like clearly <laughs> Like, you you want to stay with certain characters. Like Yeah. I didn't really care about the characters in Tower of Dawn. I was meant to be made to care about the characters in Tower of Dawn. But then when I'm also reading a book, like, at the same time with the characters that I care about, it's kind of like, okay, I don't really care about you. Like, I want to focus on these ones in this yeah. book. And then... Uh, but the only times I really did like all the moments where I was like oh Tower of Dawn did slay there though It's like I was listening to it as an audiobook so that's interesting.
1: It was a really good audiobook. I really liked it. I remember I remember I finished Tower of Dawn like very you, yeah you did yeah. like relative to the other books like i think i finished tired on like four days and that book is like huge just because like yeah. i had it playing in the back it was like the soundtrack of my life for like of four, those four days like it was just yeah. going all the I'm time i'm
0: always so productive when i'm listening to audiobooks mostly like i get too fidgety and bored like if i'm just sitting there listening to it and so i'll end up always like my house will always be clean. Oh, yeah. If I'm listening to audiobooks, the meals will be cooked. Like, the HelloFresh like, will be cooked. The
1: gourmet <laughs> chef meals getting prepared. <laughs> I will literally just create extra tasks for myself to continue yeah. listening to an audiobook. I'm like, Like, my, like, skincare, like, beauty care routine takes, like, 15 times longer on, like, every single step. It's because it's going, yeah. Yeah,
0: I'll do, like, the face mask. I'm like, it's self-love, self-care. (laughs) Self-care. As if it's not just an excuse for me to listen to, like chapter 63 in like Empire Storm like Manon and Dorian's chapter
1: <laughs> like, I was gonna say I was like that is so niche what is that yeah, chapter yeah I'm like
0: the, yeah, the, <laughs> the fucking the handcuffs chapter with <laughs> Manon and Dorian and I'm just like with my face mask on like it's self love I'm self care
1: oh by the way I saw a really good fan out for that scene the other day remind me to show you <laughs> okay
0: I will remind you I, I will remind you about that thank you for bringing that up yeah, yeah. anyway
1: your turn. What's an audio turn. book you really
0: liked? Um, so this is an audio. So this is a book that's very trendy right now. Um, and everyone's kind of talking about it. And this is I'm glad my mom died by Jeanette McCurdy. I've kind of brought this up like a few times. It's a plane. So it's a helicopter, I think. Oh my god, guys! There's this helicopter outside of our apartment. We. We're going to sound so beauty. We have ocean views and, uh, and literally that's just this helicopter that flies over the ocean every day, like 24 <laughs> hours. And we have no idea what the point of it is. It's just
1: one helicopter. Like I would it's think the it's same like, one. Yeah. I would think maybe it's like a search party or something, but it's only one. So that's a pretty shitty search party. And it's never done anything. Like, yeah. I don't know. So sorry if you can hear that. That's really funny if they can't hear it at all. That'd be hilarious. But we yeah. can hear it. So yeah, we're bringing it up.
0: It, it's real to us. So anyway, yeah, sorry if you can hear that now that that's all late. Um, so I'm glad my mom died by Jeanette Bacardi. Very trendy book at the moment. And uh, essentially, if you don't know, it's about, uh, it's an autobiography uh, by Jeanette McCurdy, who was Sam on iCarly or Sam on Sam and Cat, very popular mm-hmm. in the golden age of Nickelodeon. Yes. And uh, she kind of was notorious, like she, those were her main roles. And she kind of, like, just was one of those child actors where it was kind of like a Rupert Grint situation almost, like, from Harry Potter, where it's just like, what happened to them? Like, they just, you could tell they purposefully stepped out of the limelight. And I actually been keeping up with Jeanette, like, because she'd been coming forwards in a lot of, like, podcasts and interviews about uh, how her experience as a child actor, especially surrounding her relationship with her mom was very kind of toxic and always just I would see these like clips or these interviews where you're learning all these things about her uh, and just like you're like oh my god that sounds horrible that you there's no other way to put it and anyway I was really surprised when she came out with a book and you can definitely tell that it's written by her and what makes the audiobook I reckon this is a book where I'm like no, read it as an audiobook. Like, don't read the actual book. Like, go buy the actual book and maybe follow along. But you want to listen to it as an audiobook because she narrates it. Like, And I'm like, I feel like there's just not a better way to experience this novel than listening to Jeanette McCurdy listen, like, read her words and her story.
1: Yeah, like, within autobiography, like, being narrated by the person whose autobiography it yeah. is like it's there's nothing that compares to that no. like you you need to listen to it as an audiobook yeah. there's no choice no choice, like, no choice. A,
0: a spe- like yeah and especially like yeah especially just like the content in the book like her journey and her her life like oh there's just one part and I've never heard this and I listen to a lot of audiobooks but this is the only audiobook that I've listened to where the reader they like show is getting choked up like while reading the, yeah the I'm words. really
1: telling me that oh my like, gosh
0: she literally gets choked up at one point in the book reading the words that she wrote and like talking about her life and her childhood and oh my gosh it was just like so that was really what solidified to me I'm like there's no way anyone like if you haven't listened to the audiobook of this, like if you come to me and you're like, Oh, I read like I'm glad my mom died, and I'm like, Oh, but did you listen to the audiobook? And they're like, No, I'm like, you didn't you didn't get the same experience.
1: Like It's yeah. No, that's I definitely I want to use like my audible credit <laughs> my next yeah, audible sh- credit to you get should. it. And it's um, also
0: just such a great book, on top of that. Like it's witty. It's so fast-paced. Uh, it's been I've seen described online a lot that this is a great book for people to get into autobiographies and for reading just because mm. the way she writes is so easy to read and comical. Like, yeah, I finished this book like so quickly. You did.
1: I remember you're like I started it and then you're like I finished it. and <laughs> I was like okay. No. Yeah. Um, no, that's I definitely want to read that one coming up. But yeah. Um, okay. Uh, the next one I'm going to do is, again, I did the thing where I actually, so I think I started listening to this series in my little hybrid method, but then, like, it turned into me just listening to the audiobooks or whatever, but that is the um, Villains Duology by V.E. Schwab. Oh. Um particularly the second one was really good as an audiobook the first one was as well um but the second one was just like such a good audiobook because in the second one you know like if you've read the series you get the introduction introduction of the character marcella i think I'm 95 percent sure that's her name i think it's marcella uh she comes in in the second book and the way that like the audiobook person narrates like her chapters or whatever just like really sells the book for me like um Interesting. like just the attitude I don't want to spoil it obviously so I'm not going to say too much but even just like that like attitudes and her feelings as a character like that really came through in the narration I felt like so I really enjoyed that one as an audiobook specifically I mean yeah like I said like both books I listened to but the second one I think it was just really good so my
0: interesting so would you recommend like people (laughs) read the first one and then listen to the audiobook for the second one or like um
1: I mean I don't know I guess it depends on like what they want to do I mean I did listen to both like I said Mm -hmm. um I just think I liked the second one more um I mean yeah like I think you could listen to both of them and they're both great audiobooks Mm -hmm. um or you could if you want to like read the first one or whatever and these are expensive books, not gonna lie. Like, any V.E. Schwab book, I feel like it's they just an are. expensive yeah. book. Um, they know she's quality. <laughs> they know she's quality. <laughs> yes. um, and so, if you maybe, like, don't want to spend those prices and use an Audible credit instead, you know at least you're gonna get a good audiobook. <laughs> yeah.
0: um, very good. The next one I'm gonna do is uh, Lady Midnight by Cassandra I was gonna Lyell.
1: talk about that later, too. <laughs> Did you listen
0: to the Lady Midnight audiobook?
1: Yeah, you listened to my version of the Lady Midnight audiobook, remember? I gave it to you, because I let you log into my account. Mm. Yeah. Because I also gave you the Queen of Air and Darkness one, too, because those are the two that I had.
0: Oh, uh, no, you did, but like, it didn't end up, Lady Midnight didn't end up working, so I have uh, it on Audible. Oh, that's right. Yeah,
1: okay. Yeah,
0: okay, okay. So, yeah, Lady Midnight is the first book in the... Uh, What's the trilogy called? Dark Artifices. Dark Artifices trilogy. Thank you. I knew you would know. <laughs> yes. did <laughs> and Clutch with the Shadowhunter knowledge as per usual. Um, yeah. And it basically, it follows the story of uh, Emma and Julian who are Parabitai. However, they face an issue where in the Shadowhunter world, there is this thing called the parabatai bond um and you are not allowed to fall in love with the person you have this type bond with however emma and julian they're like history will call them best friends and i like, but uh, but like heterosexually and so,
1: <laughs> i was gonna say i was like yeah but like straight version <laughs> yeah
0: so um it's yeah it's so much more than that like but it really there's a lot going on that leads me to my point on why I loved it as an audiobook because it's so big as well like these are 800 to a thousand page books in this trilogy um and there's so many characters like I've read other Cassandra Clare books like I've read the Infernal Devices trilogy which we've done episodes about um and but that mainly follows and that follows like People in an entire institute of shadow hunters, but there's really three main characters. There's three
1: main characters, and then there's like side characters. Side like I guess like there's kind of like actually there's really only two characters you mostly get a POV from. Like Will and Tesla are really the only characters you get povs from there's like a couple from gem like very few yeah um and then general like but in in general yeah yeah. Yeah. there's three yeah but then in like the dark artifices not only is there like a gajillion characters but you get povs from all of them (laughs) as well And
0: it was such a thing where i was (laughs) listening to lady midnight and i was like it's so weird lily like every single one of these characters is a main character but there's like 12 of them like minimum and she would and then it was like you'd cassandra's got enough but then she would like introduce new ones and then you're like no they fit right in like i love it yeah you like
1: you would think you're like it's too much but then you're like no it's not it's great i've (laughs) had that
0: with books where i'm like there's too many characters but like not in this series like cassandra just does a great job with it and i loved like the audio book as well because i really felt like it helped me catch keep track of all of them like even um christine christina
1: christina Yeah. yeah
0: Even Christina, like, she speaks Spanish and there's also Diego who speaks Spanish and they speak Spanish to each other. And I know, like, when I read books that have other languages in them, I often just, like, insert Spanish here in my brain. Like, I don't actually read yeah. it. Like, I can't read it. Uh, however, like, the audiobook narrator, like, will actually say, like, the appropriate pronunciation and it, it adds, like, a level of immersion. And I'm like, this is cool. And then also mm-hmm. it's a male narrator, which I... I don't know what this says about me, but often, like, with the books I read, I often find myself preferring female voice, like, narrators in audiobooks. Like, I think it was just, like, because it was what I was used to, every single one had a female narrator. However, Lady Midnight, I think, was the first, like, male narrator, narrated book that I read and yeah, I just thought like he did a great job, um, and yeah, it was just like really good. And he does a great job at really just dis- uh, distinguishing all the characters. And I remember there would just be dialogue scenes where like all twelve characters are like talking over each other, but I could still tell like exactly who was talking. And I was like, yeah, this is good. And then it also doesn't hurt since it is such a big book getting to put that shit on like two, three times speed at times. And really just get that over and done with. But it's a great book as well.
1: I recommend. Yeah, I kind of want to like build off that because I... So this was before my Audible subscription back in my peasant days. So I was trying really hard to like (laughs) find these audiobooks for free. So I remember I got the Lady Midnight audiobook for free from some... I think from Audible you get like a free... Thing you to had a try. free first book or something. You had a free first book or something, um and so I like listened to that, and then I really tried hard to like find something for Lord of Shadows, but I couldn't, so I had to read that with my own eyes on paper. It was really difficult for me. But then for Queen of Air and Darkness, that I, I discovered another audiobook site. I think it's it's just audiobooks dot com. I think, yeah. <laughs> where they also give you a free book or something. Yeah. Um. And so I read the last one as well. And I think it's not a coincidence that... Because, like, Lord of Shadows is really the fan favorite um, of that trilogy. But to me, it was my least favorite. And And I think it's the only (laughs) one I didn't listen to on an audiobook. So I think that says a lot about the quality of these audiobooks. Mm. Um, And... Queen of Air and Darkness was great because there's a lot of really, like, highly emotional scenes in that book. Um, and, like, I think just, like, the way that the narrator, like, read them, like, it just, like, broke me so much more. Because it's, like, you could hear, like, pain in the voice. And I was, like, yeah. I feel like I'm there, <laughs> you know? Good
0: voice acting. I, I've i actually seen that quite a bit, actually, where... Um, reviews have said on because on audible you you review like the voice actor yeah and usually they get like three or four but like uh the dark artificers all have like five star reviews everyone's like this this guy did a great job
1: so. no he did a great job and like those emotional scenes throughout that book like there was a lot of scenes i probably wouldn't have cried in mm-hmm. um but I cried because of just the way that he was reading it, no. and I remember there was a few scenes, particularly I guess in like the first quarter of the book, I actually had to turn off the audiobook and just read it on paper because I actually couldn't hear it in his voice. I could because it was oh. too. I was like, I can't. I need to just read this yeah. and read it in the most monotone voice in my head to get through this scene. Wow. No. So very good set of audiobooks. Definitely recommend. Like,
0: okay. Well, did you want to do another one or do you want to... Call no, it I kind of... want. you can go back again. Okay, cool.
1: I kind of built I'm going to
0: do... So I'm going to kind of go with similar reasoning with what Lily said a little bit, where I'm going to do These Violent Delights by Chloe Gong and also Our Violent Ends. So the De- the These Violent Delights trilogy. So I feel like I've said this story... Duology. I, su- I said... What did you I say? You said trilogy. Oh, duology. Sorry. Yeah. Um so i feel like i've said this story before but for those who don't know uh these violent delights i picked up that book kind of when it first it it had been popping off on BookTok for a bit but it wasn't like number one like new york times best-selling series yet i think like chloe gong was at like 30k followers or something and i was like let me support this like indie offer and i'm like (laughs) and then i started it because everyone was like oh the enemies to lovers like dagger to the throat or whatever. However, I started it, like, in a week where I read a full book every day. I don't know what crack I was on. Yeah, that, that was
1: so... That was just too much. <laughs> that was
0: unhinged, and there was, like, yeah, I read... lit, And I literally read, like, five books in one week, and they were pretty big books, too. Like, they were around all 400 pages, but it's was, like... Yeah, these weren't, like a short story 100 pages or whatever yeah these were like big ass books and then I got to day six and then that was when I was gonna start these violent delights and I was like I'm gonna read like the whole book in a day and I read like 100 pages but I was just so like worn out at that point where I was like no like I need to stop and also I I think it was a mix of like my brain was just muddled at that point and then also the story was not what TikTok had originally promoted it to be which was just like this like I was expecting just honestly like a weird like from blood and ash like that was like the energy I was like great this is like easy to read I can do this however these violent delights like it's now something I like about the series but it's very political and it's very impressively like political and you know chloe gong really using that degree in international relations that she got uh in this duology however someone who was just really there for the romance i remember getting to page 100 and i was like oh i was meant to be paying attention to like all of the different like political alliances being built in the beginning i am so shook because so many ya series or any series like you know let's take like akama for example you don't really pay attention to the politics. You're just, yeah, uh, it like, just kind of pans out. <laughs> like,
1: who is the king of hybrid? We don't know. We don't, we
0: don't know. know. And it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't
1: matter. <laughs> yeah,
0: so I was expecting that, but then I was like, oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? And so I ended up just like putting down the book for seven months. Uh, seven months. Seven months I put this book down. And then in the seven months, Lily gets the arc for Our Violent Ends uh so she gets exclusive access secret projects where two album ends and so she reads like the duology she loves it she reads it on paper and then I'm just like I gotta give this another go so what I end up doing is I had like a credit on audible and I had about like half of the book left I would say because I just tried to pick it up and put it down again or whatever and yeah, I ended. I went from taking seven months to finish These Violent Delights to finishing the audiobook in literally, like, one day.
1: Like, Yeah, it was so quick. You it just, was so quick. You're like, yeah, I finished These Violent Delights. I'm like, you're lying. No way. Yeah, <laughs> seven
0: months in the making. And then, yeah, I think it was just very clear to me that this series was a lot easier for me to comprehend as an audiobook, and I, I enjoyed it a lot more in that format. I can't give you a proper reason why, I think, honestly, um, maybe it was something to do with the distinction of, like, the characters. Because also, I actually, maybe I can't give you a reason. I think it was a similar reason where these Violent Delights, there aren't as many characters as Lady Midnight, but they're also intricate and they have, you know uh chloe gong had a tendency to bring back characters that would have like one appearance and they'd end up having like a much bigger role than you thought that they
1: would yeah that was definitely a thing that made that series a little bit hard to read i felt like yeah you really had to be paying attention exactly
0: and so i felt like the audiobook gave that distinction where there would be moments where when people would do that the voice or the accent that the voice actor would do, I, I would be like, oh, I remember this person more than if I was just reading it on paper and like skimming, and I'm like, whatever, Joe Blow, the janitor, <laughs> like something like that. And yeah, and I mean, the voice actor also did a great job with uh, the different characters as well. You can, uh, yeah, again, there was the language thing as well. There's a lot of language in the These Violent Delights duology lots of French, lots of Mandarin, Russian.
1: Russian. So, um, Spanish, s- I think. And maybe not Spanish. Maybe not Spanish. English. Spanish, yeah, <laughs> yeah Eng- English, French. Mandarin and Russian, I think, were the big Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And the voice actor pronounces every single one of them quite well, and that was another immersive thing. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, and so it took me so long to read these Violent Delights um, until I read the audiobook, and then Our Violent Ends, I finished that pretty quick, too. I think it was, like, two days, honestly. Yeah,
1: quite quick. It was
0: really quick. So I definitely – this is all going out because maybe I'm not alone – If you tried to read this duology and you were like, it's not clicking, something's not clicking, maybe try out the audiobook because that worked for me. And I did enjoy the duology. It was nice. It was good.
1: Yeah. Uh, Okay. The next one that I really liked as an audiobook was The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue, also Mm -hmm. by V. Schwab. Um, I listened to this as an audiobook. I've also read it because I've reread this book before. Um, and that one I read solely on paper but because I this I was um like annotating it for a friend or whatever so I didn't really have a choice I had to read on paper but the first time I read it I listened to it again like hybrid but mostly audiobook like I primarily listened to it as an audiobook and I really really enjoyed it and I think that where a lot of people have like some issues with The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue I don't think many people disagree that it's or I, I don't think a lot of people think that it's not like a beautiful story because I think it is a really creative idea and story um, and it was executed really well but I think a lot of issues people have with it is it can be very slow at mm-hmm. times especially in the first half, right? Because you're getting so, so much like world building and like it's just really setting up for something at the end um, and I think that makes it really hard to read on paper for a lot of people But in audiobook form, like, it just tended to breeze through really quick for me because I didn't really realize, like, how long some stuff was going on for. Because a lot of people say, like, oh, this, like, dragged out too long. But for me, I have, like, no concept of how many pages that was. I was just, like, listening while cleaning and cooking and doing all these other things and not really Mm -hmm. paying attention to, like, how long it was. Um, And so I think that that really helped made it, like, a better experience when I read that book. Um, because I didn't really ever feel bored with it or felt like it dragged out, yeah. which I know you said when you read it, you really felt like some parts of it dragged out.
0: Well, I'm actually remembering I listened to the first half as oh, audiobook. Oh,
1: that's right,
0: I forgot. I, I actually <laughs> forgot myself, but until you brought it up then, I was like, oh, I listened to the Invisible Life Adelaria audiobook too, yeah. actually, because, um, yeah, I listened to the first half as audio, just audiobook, and then when it started to speed up, that was when i switched um to a hybrid mode where i was following along but still listening because it would slow down at some parts yeah um so yeah i i agree with that i think yeah. it's a good audiobook to read if you're finding it a bit of a slow story i guess if,
1: yeah if you're having trouble like, getting into it like it's definitely a story that's worth the read but there's some stuff you got to get through in order Put that payout at the end <laughs> so yeah listen to another audiobook and it'll go by a lot faster yeah
0: <laughs> okay
1: my turn yep
0: okay the next one I'm gonna do I I get cautious because I've burned I've had a tendency or I guess I've been burned by books that I've done this with before I get nervous to recommend books that I haven't finished yet because or like say I know that a book's gonna be this or it's gonna be good and it's gonna do this because I've done that before and then you'd be surprised how many books really can just do a 180 in a negative way however this book I have full confidence recommending uh even if it's not as amazing as an audiobook as I thought still I don't think anyone would have any regrets if I recommended this uh an ember in the ashes i've just started this book
1: oh, okay. I, i'm
0: starting it lily can vouch she liked this book yeah i liked
1: the whole series the whole series is great i didn't listen to it as an audiobook i read it um i don't think i listened to any of it as an audiobook no i didn't um i did read on paper it is a great series um but you're listening to it as an audiobook, right? Yeah,
0: I actually have the. I got paperback, and I have an audio, the audiobook. Um, I don't know how that came about, but it ended up happening. I think I forgot I had the paperback, so then I got the. Audiobook <laughs> you got the audiobook, and audiobook. I was like, oh my god, hey! <laughs> so I'll do a bit of probably hybrid reading, but um, I've been listening to the audiobook and especially with the first one so far what I've read I'm a little bit of the way in through and I can tell that there's two main POVs like that it switches between it's like Leia and Elias. Elias yeah and uh yeah it's mainly follows like the different POVs of Leia and Elias like in this dystopian world and I just really love the audiobook actually is two separate voice actors like
1: they I love when out. they do that yeah like it. there
0: is a Leia voice actor and there is an Elias voice actor to really emphasize this and I really appreciate that because I do think there are like some some voice actors can do both genders of voices but I do find that sometimes there's a tendency where I'll, I'll be like I, I can't tell who you are right now um None of, none of the voice actors in the audiobooks we're recommending, obviously. Yeah, but in some
1: of the ones that aren't as good as audiobooks, yeah. it can happen. Yeah,
0: exactly. But in Ember and the Ashes, they've made sure there's no chance of that happening because we have a female voice actor for Leia and a male voice actor for Elias. And uh, as well as that, both voice actors are still really good at like voicing side characters too. But it's cool, though, because it's like you're seeing them through the different POVs' eyes, almost. So I really like it so far. And, yeah, also it helps that the books. Just, like, I can tell it's going to be a great book. So,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, okay, uh, another one that is a massive book with a lot of world-building to get through that can be a little bit tricky. I listened to the Crescent City audiobook by Mm -hmm. Sarah J. Moss and that was a million times better as an audiobook than I ever could have been in physical form. (laughs) I remember
0: I started that audiobook actually. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't finish it there.
1: Yeah. I uh, really enjoyed the audiobook and I feel like I did do a bit of hybrid reading for that but it was mostly audiobook but then I feel like I can definitely say that it was much better as an audiobook because then I read the second book just on paper Mm -hmm. and I definitely enjoyed my I think I liked the second book more but like my reading experience was better with the first one like I really enjoyed that as an audiobook they did a great job voicing it um a lot of people's like qualms with like Crescent City or whatever was like there's too much world building it's a little bit tricky to understand there's a lot going on um and it goes on for like a couple hundred pages but again I didn't really notice it it kind of just tended to go by quite quickly when I was reading it um and so i really enjoyed um and again there's a lot of characters in crescent city as well a lot of like different worlds even spontaneously happening at the same time so i think it was just really enjoyable to like read it as an audiobook and again i feel like it just made it like a little bit more like emotional a little bit more magical feeling a little bit when you read these scenes like as an audiobook yeah
0: I was so sorry, Lily's like giving profound things and I have a shoulder blade that's killing me right now and I'm like stretching it because oh, okay. I'm in so much pain right now. So Lily's like trying to look at me and be like, profound thoughts, lots of profound thoughts and I'm just like looking the other direction because I'm like stretching <laughs> my shoulder. So. Okay,
1: yes. Anyway, um, but no, it was, it was just a really good audiobook and I think with such a long book, I think that one like clocks in at like 800 pages or something, like definitely makes it easier to get through those 800 pages if you can do other things while you're reading them so yeah that was a great audiobook
0: no so um i'm gonna probably finish it off with uh the last one
1: okay um
0: the last one that i can really tell you this is this is a strange recommendation for this episode because i wouldn't say this is necessarily a book series that I like enjoyed and thought was a five stars but it (laughs) but it fits the theme of the episode because I do think it worked better as an audiobook like okay in the sense like I would have dropped this series if it wasn't in audiobook form just because like the audiobook kind of saved it a bit uh this is the kingdom of the wicked series oh yeah yeah. the first book's called like kingdom of the wicked the second one's called like kingdom of the cursed and then there's like the third one coming out Remember? that was
1: coming out like right away in like a few days i think oh, really? like, i'm yeah. not
0: reading the third one i don't think
1: i don't know i, <laughs> I might <probably> <laughs> give it a go we'll see yeah.
0: um oh my god my shoulders me. um so anyways uh i read this book because i remember there was just so much hype around it at one point like every like i was going into bookstores and the bookstore clerks were coming up to me going like have you read this book series and i'm like no they're like it's easily like the best thing I've read it was like so many I heard so many times people be like it's the best book I've read in 2021 and I'm like okay and everyone's like and the second one's just coming out like, there's so much hype around it and so many like good reviews so I ended up getting the actual book and then I ended up getting the audiobook as well for free off of like an audiobook app um called Kobo or it's like rock and Kobo and uh, anyways I listened to it that way and the audiobook was just really good It, it had a lot of music in it which I really liked because I'm one of those people that if I'm reading a book on paper I will look up playlists inspired by that book series and like listen to it and that's just like something that helps my brain focus sometimes uh that always drives Lily insane, the thought of doing that.
1: <laughs> yeah. I can't listen to music while I read, but,
0: you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is fine. It just means that you prob- your attention span isn't, like, completely dead, probably. <laughs> and you have to be doing a million things at once to stop having an original thought. Good for yes. you. Um, but, yeah, I ended up often listening to this book while I was cooking. Oh, it's raining. Uh, sort of pouring.
1: I don't know. Yeah. Okay.
0: I it's like ASMR, slip like rain in the background, rain, yeah. a white noise, um, and yeah. So I liked I liked it as an audio book. Um, I'm recommending it because I do think it worked better as an audio book than as a actual book. I read it as an actual book. I feel like it would have worked better as an audio book. Yeah, and also I am still recommending it because even though it wasn't my cup of tea, it was a lot of others. So maybe it's for you. Yeah cool
1: you got oh. oh i guess i'll do my last one as well um another one that i really enjoyed listening to as an audiobook and i feel like really engaged me a lot more in the story and helped me to understand all the politics and like side characters and everything going on was the song of achilles uh i oh, listened, to, I that listened as... to
0: that as an audiobook too I it's a good audiobook that. it's a good
1: audiobook i liked it well yeah um, i just was
0: like sh- could yeah, I would not have been able to understand a single thing that happened in that book without it, honestly. Yeah,
1: I really loved the audiobook. I remember I li- I read that book so quick. It was, like, two days, I swear. It was, like, half one, day one, and it was, like, half two, second day, like... And, it yeah, it was a great audiobook. They did a great job, like, narrating it, and I felt like it really brought you into that time and brought you into that, like, historical period or whatever, just in the way they did the audiobook, mm-hmm. so... They definitely did a great job. Definitely recommend if you want to read the song of Achilles to try to find an audiobook or get the audiobook or something. Um, because it it's, just made... You the,
0: can definitely it, find it for free on YouTube. Like, with those really popular books. I listened, I listened books, to yeah. it for free on YouTube.
1: Just Yeah, same. Saying. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Give it... Check it out. Um, and, yeah. It just... I really liked the how they voiced, like, both of the main characters. Like, Achilles and Patroclus. Like, I really liked how they were voiced. And, yeah. That's it for me. That's it for me too. Wow, we have so much in common.
0: Now take your biak and leave. Sure. <laughs> I am making fun of a Canadian accent.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, thank you guys for listening.
0: Yeah, we hope you got some good audiobook recs. Hopefully, this will yeah. encourage people to venture. If you're if you're one of those people that were like, audiobook doesn't count as reading, or even if you're just like, I've never really found like a book that to read as an audiobook. Hopefully, this encourages you to venture out
1: audible sponsor us because we've just
0: yeah and uh audible if you have like you know a few mentally ill readers sign up for your audible memberships they probably came Came from us exactly like credits please yeah
1: all i want i just want to be paid in audible credits honestly
0: (laughs) just give me a few audible credits and i will be forever grateful yeah um but yeah okay we'll talk to you all next week then
1: bye bye